He looks exactly like you. Look like me? You of all people should know I would never in my life wear black silk underwear. Bloodsport is a martial arts film released in 1988 and directed by Newt Arnold. Bloodsport follows Frank Dukes, a man competing in an illegal martial arts tournament known as the Kumite. The movie is available on Hulu. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Frank Dukes is a U.S. Army captain who has been invited to fight in Hong Kong at a martial arts tournament known as the Kumite. His higher-ranking officials refuse to let him go, which forces Frank to go AWOL. Tasked to bring him back to the States are Agents Helmer and Rollins. Before Frank leaves to the Kumite, he visits his Shidoshi, Senzo Tanaka. A flashback reveals that as a teenager, Frank and his friends attempted to steal Tanaka's katana. Tanaka's son, Shingo, stops him, but Tanaka decides to train Frank to help enhance Shingo's training. Years later, Shingo passes away, but a distraught Tanaka decides to stop training altogether. Frank convinces Tanaka to continue the training in order for him to honor the Tanaka name. Among some of the training is performing blindfolded. As Frank arrives in Hong Kong, he befriends Ray, an American who is there to compete in the Kumite as well. On day one of the Kumite, Frank gets the attention of Chong Li, the champion, as Frank breaks his record for fastest knockout. A journalist named Janice is there to investigate the Kumite. She eventually becomes involved with Frank in order to get more information, but she gets word for Frank's safety as she witnesses the brutality of the tournament. On the second day of the Kumite, Ray fights with Chong Li, he does well against him, but he boasts around too much and ultimately loses a fight and is hospitalized. On the third and final day of the Kumite, Frank and Chang Li engage in a back-and-forth battle. In desperation, Chang Li uses powder to blur Frank's vision. As Frank composes himself, he remembers his blindfolded training with Tanaka to overcome Chang Li and defeat him as he is awarded a katana. The film ends with Frank meeting with Rollins and Helmer at the airport to take him back to the States. Off to the distance, Frank sees Janice, as they bow to one another to bid farewell. You know, I've been on a Jean-Claude Van Damme kick, brother. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, I've been watching uh, a grip of his movies since we were going to do this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got to, let me just, I know this, <laughs> this, this episode is not about this one movie, Winter Brew, but let me just get something off my chest, okay? Uh, okay. I watched Kickboxer. <laughs> All right, brother? Yeah. I watched it as a kid. Fucking loved it. Watched it now. And I got a massive problem with it, dude. What? It was almost fucking comical to me. Okay? Is that... Spoiler alerts, okay? Fucking Van Damme's... Uh, like, the villain in this, Tong Po. Mm -hmm. He paralyzes Van Damme's brother. He rapes Van Damme's love interest. And then Van Damme is satisfied with just the KO victory. End of the movie. <laughs> What the fuck, dog? Damn. That should be the middle of the movie because the rest of the movie should be how I'm going to fuck up this motherfucker's life going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I watched it and I was like, what the fuck, dude? How the fuck was I satisfied with the ending, dude? I don't know. As a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen... I've seen a lot of Van Damme movies, but I don't remember a whole lot of them. <laughs> you know what I've realized, though? There's, there's something that he always does in all of his movies. He does the fucking splits, dude. Oh, yeah, brother. We'll get into that a little <laughs> bit, man. But again, this episode is not about Kickboxer. This mm. is about... Blood sports. So let's not waste any time. So welcome everybody to episode number thirty, brother. Thirty. We fucked up last week. We said yeah. it was episode twenty-eight. It was episode twenty-nine. Yeah. Correct order. This is episode number thirty uh -huh. of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your host, fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator, and I'm Danny. Blood sport, brother. Holy shit. This is. I could not wait to do this one. However, dude, this movie was not supposed to be the one we were supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. We had some technical difficulties. We were gonna have a special. Uh, guests join us but shit happened mm -hmm. and we had to kind of stumble around and find a movie for us to do and and uh you know shout out to the good brother david uh he was gonna join us uh david flaherty he was gonna join us for for a certain movie it's gonna it's gonna happen brother so don't worry it's gonna happen shout out to the good brother david flaherty aka bullet club we're gonna make it happen brother don't worry just let us figure out some things real quick 
And I'm going to give another shout out right here, brother, because like I remember when we got into the discussion, all right, what movie should we do then since we're not going to do this other movie? And I said, like, dude, let's let's get Bloodsport in there, man, because <laughs> this, this would be a good reason to get a Belgian beer. Yeah. Since we haven't had a Belgian. I mean, we were going to get the muscles from Brussels in here anyways, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, dude, let's, let's do Bloodsport. And. And you were like, yeah, dude, let's fucking do that one. And mm. I shit you not, bro. The very next day, I get a message from, shout out to the good brother, Jaime Marcos, the same gentleman that uh, we gave the shout out to uh, last week for our Bronx Tale. If you have not checked out that episode, please check it out. Uh, Jaime messaged me and he said, hey, I've got a, I'm a big fan of this uh, actor. I was like, can you guys do two movies? I have one. And one of them is this one, Bloodsport. And the other one is a different movie that we're going to get into later, later. And I said, dude, are you spying on us? Because we're actually going to do Bloodsport. We talked about it. <laughs> and here we are, man. We're going to review Bloodsport. This was a movie I watched as a kid. And I cannot fucking wait to get started on it. But before we do, y'all should know by now that the beer, uh, the discussion of this movie, excuse me, easy for me to say. Let's <laughs> not start without opening up some beers. But let me know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight we are drinking Hogarden. It is... A Belgian beer, which, you know, I didn't realize it was Belgian until mm -hmm. today. I always thought it was German, but I guess I didn't really pay that close attention. But it yeah. is a wheat beer brewed with coriander and orange peel. It even tells you, like, in the back how to pour it into a glass and what you should do. Mm -hmm. You pour two-thirds of it, then you swirl the bottle, and the rest of it goes on the top. I'm just drinking straight up on the bottle, though. Yeah. Get a okay. swig, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. This is really good, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Get another yeah. swig right here, man. I'm liking this. Yeah, I haven't had this beer in a long time. I remember when I first started drinking way back when I was mm. like 20, early 20s. Um, My friends and I, we all started drinking like the good shit instead of the shitty shit. Like usually yeah. people will drink Coors Light or Miller <laughs> Light and shit, but mm -hmm. all my friends would buy fancier stuff. And I remember there was this one guy that would always get this beer. And, you know, I really liked it. And I've always liked it. But, I, God, I probably haven't had it in a good, you know, 10 years, maybe. Oh, wow. Well, this is the first time I've had it, man. This is very good. Mm -hmm. Very much enjoy this. Get another swig right here, brother. Mm-hmm. And while you ponder off the ranking of this beer, brother, it's time for the shout-out of the week and everybody's favorite segment, Story Time with Tiki. Let's do this shit, brother. Let's do it. All right, brother. So, shout-out of the week goes to the good brother, Luis Castro. Cheers, brother. Oh, you don't drink beer. That's right. You don't. Fuck you. Here's a cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Swig right there. And the good brother, Luis and I, man, we used to work together many, many years ago. All right. He's a, he's a, uh, the reason he's the shout out of the week is because when we first met way back in 2006, when we were working together, when we were like striking up a friendship, he, we, we talked about blood sport. And he's also a big wrestling fan. I'm going to get into something a little later based off of that. So I had to reach out to him and tell him, like, hey, brother, I got a podcast. Please check it out. And then he did. And then I told him, we're going to do Bloodsport, and I want to give you the shout-out of the week. And so, excuse me? <laughs> the uh, weekly burp right there? Yeah. And now it's time for story time with Tiki, brother. Let's do this shit. It's go time. All right. So I remember, dude, uh, I was young. I was like 18 years old working at this one job with Luis. Mm -hmm. And, dude, I'm a big fan of, like, puns, dad jokes, and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So we were we were working at this, uh, like, community home. We were caregivers. And we were in this meeting. And they, uh, the house had just gotten, like, a brand-new vacuum cleaner. And so someone had asked, has anybody used the new vacuum cleaner? And Luis raises his hand. And he says, yes, I have. And then the supervisor's like, well, how is it? And he's like, it sucks. Because, <laughs> like, vacuums suck up everything, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, bro, I started fucking laughing, dude. I was, like, the only one on the table laughing. And then we got in trouble, dude, because Whoa. they're like, you guys don't take anything seriously. You guys are just kids. It's like, dude, it's a joke. Ha ha. It was fucking funny. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And I, man, I know he's laughing at this right now because him and I were the only ones laughing in the table. <laughs> Another quick story I got real quick, man. I remember... Luis, he's a he's a big wrestling fan, just like I am. He actually wrestles, man, but without I don't want to say his name for like break kayfabe and shit like that. But I remember when we used to work together, man. We'd 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 be wrestling and shit. And I want to give a little 
melancholic shout out to good brother Leonard Butler, man. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. He has passed away, sadly. But I have fond memories of uh, Luis, Leonard, us like wrestling. I remember I was the referee for one of those. So he's a nice swig right here for Leonard Butler. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I miss you, big guy. Wherever you are, I hope you're well, man. Fuck. Damn. Now I'm all, now I'm all sad, brother. Damn. But okay. And then I'm going to uh, plug in Luis's little business that I'm going to do right here, brother. So going forward, actually, brother, this is uh, our friend that's going to do the shirts for us. Nice. Yeah, because Luis has his own shirt company business. I think it's him by himself. Uh, it's called I Know a Guy, right? And this is how legit these shirts are, okay? So like I mentioned, Luis is a huge wrestling fan, right? He makes shirts for actual wrestlers, wrestlers that actually like wrestled in like big companies mm -hmm. uh, such as Sabu, if you watched ECW or WWE, the fucking legendary Rock and Roll Express. He even showed me pictures of them. Damn. So if you're huge wrestling fans, you know who they are. And also, I believe he told me he did a shirt or he's currently doing a shirt for Just Incredible. So if you watched ECW, WWE, and old school WWF, he was fucking the Portuguese man of war. Aldo, uh, Mick Foley's uh, Mankind's fucking father figure, Mr. Aldo Montoya. <laughs> if you get that, you're a real fucking fan. All right. Let me know if anybody gets that reference. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to post the link. So you guys can check out Luis's work if you guys want some shirts or anything like that. I know a guy. No, really, I do. And that's also the name of his of his business, all right? I know a guy. So please go out of your way, check out his stuff. And there you go, man. So cheers to Luis. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Mm. And by the way, if you order something from him, as far as shirts, I believe he's the only, he does this by himself and he has a fucked up knee. He tore his knee not too long ago. So let's be a little patient, all right? Let's give the good brother a little leeway, all right? All right, brother. What do you say? Time to rank this brewski? Let's do it. All right. You, want, you bought the beer, brother. You go first. Yeah, I'll go first this time. Okay. So I have some history with this beer. I remember it. It's one of the first beers I drank. Uh, it's a classic. It's always good. Doesn't disappoint even 10 years later. I'm going to give this a four out of five. Fuck yeah, man. This is really good. I'm already halfway down with this bottle, bro. <laughs> it's really good. It's very refreshing. Mm -hmm. It's very crisp. Really digging this. Uh, it's cool that they, they show you how to pour like in a glass, what to do. Yeah. So if I get another one, I'm probably going to do and follow the instructions in the back. <laughs> On this like pretty hot day, I can really appreciate it. This is something I can definitely drink to, especially like in the, like in the summer. And mm -hmm. the heat and shit. Yeah. Like this a lot. Let's go 3.75 stars. Almost a four for me. Nice. nice. All right. So cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into blood sport now, man. All right. So first off the bat, brother, I just got to say the music in this fucking movie is fucking epic. Mm. Paul Herzog is the one who did the music for this. But the song I want to get to is Fight to Survive by Stan Bush. Fuck, dude. I have worked out to that song before, dude. And when I take pre-workout, dude, and the body's tingling and shit, and this song comes on, dude, I feel like I could fucking take on Frank Dukes. Mm. I shit you not, dude. I you notice I didn't say Van Damme? He'd fuck me <laughs> out, dude. Frank Dukes, dude. Yeah. Like, man, it's such a fucking sick song. If you go on YouTube, dude, and you check out the video for Fight to Survive, the first comment you're going to see is that I put this song on in a feminist rally and I came back with a sandwich and my shirt iron. <laughs> if that's not a Chuck Norris fact, dude, I don't know what is. Damn, dude. All right. You got any Chuck Norris facts, dude? I got a couple. No, I don't. No? I don't uh, can remember. I tell you my favorite one, dude? Sure. Okay. Okay. I know this is a Van Damme movie, but fuck, might as well, right? Mm -hmm. is... All right. My favorite Chuck Norris fact is Chuck Norris eats paint. And shit's masterpieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those. I can't think of any good ones off the top of my head, but yeah, I remember okay. that. All right. Chuck Norris knows Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> when uh when God said let there be light, Chuck Norris said, Say please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough right there. I can go on forever, bro. Damn, I love man. you some fucking Chuck Norris facts, dude. <laughs> but yes, dude, fight to survive is a fucking dope song this it might be the main reason i love this movie so much because the music oh. in this is fucking dope man mm. it pumps me the fuck up okay. all right so let's get into the characters but there's quite a few of them eight in total well, i'll go into them real briefly so we don't spend too much time 
Uh, the obvious one, Frank. Frank Dukes, played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not much to say right there other than that's obviously the fucking star of this movie. Uh, the next person I'm going to get to is Ray Jackson, played by Donald Gibb. Mm-hmm. So if you've seen Revenge of the Nerds, you've seen him there. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna Going forward, though, I'm going to call him Jackson, though. Yeah. Yeah, because he calls himself Jackson, yep. right? I think yeah. they, they call him Jack. Do they ever call him by his first name in the movie? I don't believe so. Just like when he introduced himself, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and then when you have to, like, say, when they get to the Kumite and they say, oh, I'm Ray Jackson. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Yeah. I think that's, like, the only time. Okay. Um, since might as well get into Lin, who is, mm-hmm. like, kind of like their person that they have to follow, uh-huh. show them around Hong Kong and shit like that. Yeah, Victor yeah. Lin, played by Ken Su. All right, we're getting into... The Shidoshi Senzo Tanaka, played by Roy Chia. I think I butchered that. Yeah. Uh, he's not too important in it, but the reason Frank goes to the Kumite is basically because of him, so I had to bring him in there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to get into the reporter, Janice, played by Leah Ayers. Never saw her in anything else besides this movie. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. And then we're going to get into the villain, played by Bolo Young. That's Chong Lee. Fuck, dude, he's so sick in this, dude. Because in, in a lot of like... Uh, of Van Damme movies, the the villain is always like a fucking menace, you know? Mm-hmm. What I liked about Chung Lee is that, you know, he's a badass, but like his his like subtle movements and shit like that, like he he gives Frank Dukes his props. You yeah. know, he does, but he does it in such a small, subtle way, dude, that it makes you like, like oh shit, I should take this motherfucker seriously. Mm-hmm. And he does take him seriously. Yeah. And shit like that. So more on that a little later. And the last two characters I'm going to get to are the agents. Helmer, played by a gentleman named Norman Burton. And the next one, Rawlings. And little did we know that we would be fucking watched Bloodsport, that we would have a future Oscar winner. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, man. Holy shit. Forrest, did you forget Forrest Whitaker was in I this, did dude? When, yeah. I, when I watched this again, because, I mean, I've seen this movie. I've seen it a bunch, but I think the last time I saw it was, again, probably close to 10 years ago. But yeah. Um, Watching it again, I was like, fuck, yeah, that's right. He's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But he was like such a bit part, too. But this is, what, 88? So yes. I don't think he was in anything big up to this point. Yeah. I could be remembering wrong. Yeah, brother. So those are the characters right there. Mm-hmm. What do you say? One more sweep for the good men. And we'll start with the plot. That is Bloodsport. What do you say, brother? Cheers. Cheers, brother. Here we go. All right. So the film begins with a bunch of competitors that are going to be in the Kumite and they're training, right? Mm-hmm. Among the people we see is Chong Lee. You see Jackson. You do that. Uh, you see Frank for a little bit. There's a gentleman that, like, he's jumping on a tree. No coconuts. coconuts yeah. with his bare hands and <laughs> uh-huh. shit. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because, like, when you see all the monsters that are in this fucking tournament, then you see him with, like, such a size decrepancy. <laughs> and it's like, this motherfucker had no shot, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker had just as good shot as fucking Virgil winning a Royal Rumble. <laughs> for fuck's sake, dude. Yeah. But anyways, let's go forward, man. So Frank is in the army. All right. Is it the army, brother? Did they, did they specify what fucking... I think it is the army. The army, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they tell him, he's like, oh, like, Frank, we heard you're supposed to go to Hong Kong, which, by the way, how the fuck did they find out? Yeah. If this is an un- underground thing, then how did they even get word of this shit? Uh-huh. Right? And he says, yeah, well, I'm going to go, and they deny him that. So makes... Frango A1. Yeah. You right. know, can, can I interrupt and say... Absolutely. Fuck yeah, bro. These 80s and 90s movies, I feel like they always give, like, unnecessary backstories to <laughs> these characters. Like, what was the point of him being in the army? You get, you get like, it didn't, <laughs> I, I, yeah. it didn't add anything. It reminds me of, like, the stupid-ass Steven Seagal movies mm-hmm. where he's a fucking chef. And then yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden he's like, yeah. somebody calls him on the phone. It's like, hey, Steve, remember, you're an ex-super special forces guy. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, if I could kind of reach for a fucking thing here, is to, this is, would be the way to just get Forrest Whitaker and, and Helmer's fucking characters to go get him. Yeah. You but, know, that's it's the only way, right? But you're right, dude. What yeah, the fuck? What does it army... really, what does it really add? Like, yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right, brother. I, I couldn't agree with you more there. Okay. I thought the same thing. <laughs> so now that Frank has gone AWOL, before he takes off to Hong Kong, he goes and visits Tanaka, mm-hmm. his Shidoshi, the master, right? Yep. So I like this part, dude, how they go into the, the flashback of where he's stealing the katana when he's mm-hmm. a teenager. Yeah. But I, <laughs> holy shit, bro. <laughs> the acting here, dude, especially the teenager Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Frank? Yeah. It's so bad, dude. It's so <laughs> cheesy, dude. And I have a fucking flaw right here already. Yeah. Okay? 
is that when he does the when he goes into the flashback and he's the last one to go into the house right his friends say come on frank like don't be scared right mm-hmm. and then they hear noise so then the friends say oh shit we got to get out of here if you were <laughs> if you were skeptical to even get in why the fuck are you not leaving then with yeah. them he just stays there uh-huh. it's like what the fuck is this and then shingo comes in tanaka's son he fucking kicks him it looks so bad how he flopped on the ground dude <laughs> yeah. the acting was shit it's so cheesy. Of course, it's 80s. Yeah, that, that poor kid, man. He he just looks goofy as fuck. <laughs> now, I mean, not to be mean, but on top of that, he has to pretend to have John claudes accent, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's really bad. Yes, but going... And then... <laughs> okay, dude. So this was this was kind of fucking dumb, though. Let's, let's not, like, beat around the bush here, mm-hmm. right? So he says... So uh, he grabs the t- uh, Tanaka grabs the katana, mm-hmm. right? And he fucking like cuts his hat with yeah. it. And he, excuse me, holy shit. Burp right there, bro. Mm-hmm. And he says, you did not flinch. I will teach you the ways. It's like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, what, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. How? How? Why? Mm-hmm. Just because he didn't flinch, dude? Yeah. He showed yeah. that he showed that fighting spirit, dude. <laughs> and then, dude, they have like a flashback, too, uh-huh. of when Shingo's getting his ass kicked in school. Mm-hmm. And then uh frank helps him yeah right and then he and then when he helps shingo he shingo gets up he's like one day i will be in the kumite <laughs> who the fuck talks like that dude dude it's so hilarious you brought this up because i forgot when i was watching the movie earlier i was like i gotta bring this up because that was so stupid uh-huh. but then i forgot it but then you bring it up again yeah he he gets in a fight he gets his ass kicked mm-hmm. and then the young frank comes in and he just fucking should have kicks a kid in the face <laughs> like that's his first he just kicks him in the face and then he bring, he helps him up right and then he's mm-hmm. like someday i will fight in the kubo yeah like, dude shouldn't you be crying because you got your ass kicked right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i agree i agree dude <laughs> yes and then oh yeah so when i forgot to mention this part is so um Frank now is getting trained, but it's to like enhance Shingo uh-huh. because Tanaka wants to, because the like, tradition is you teach your son, mm-hmm. right? So he's just there to enhance Shingo's training. Yeah, he's kind of like a sparring partner. Yes, pretty much like his punching bag and shit, mm-hmm. right? But then years later, Shingo dies. And because of this, Tanaka says, I'm ending the training, mm-hmm. right? To where Frank like tells him like, hey, you told me that uh, you shouldn't just be like minimalized to just one one style of training, you know, mm-hmm. to use your strengths and shit like that, basically, yeah. right? So he convinces him to train him to to keep going with the training uh-huh. to honor the Tanaka name, mm-hmm. right? And this part was fucking cool how they were like like training Frank, and you just see how he progresses over time because like right away he's getting his ass kicked still. Mm-hmm. So okay, so let me back up a little bit. So if he had been already training him. To enhance Shingo, and then he grew up to be how Jean Claude looks, uh-huh. right? It's like you're not you're telling me that he didn't really progress in those years because <laughs> he's still getting his ass kicked. Yeah, I know he's all like ripped and shit, getting yeah. beaten down. Yeah, but, but yeah, you you slowly see how he's like uh, progressing and shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's really fucking cool. And then he even starts blindfold training. Yeah, which is fucking cool. And then you get to see how like in a way Tanaka, I wouldn't say struggling. But like he's like on the edges and shit. He's trying not to lose his balance, mm-hmm. even though Frank is blindfolded. Yeah, good shit right there. Just to point out that he he has been progressing like significantly. Yeah, you know, good shit right there. Oh, 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 did you notice too, brother? That on the platform that they're training, it's on an incline. It looks no. like it's like folded in. No, I didn't notice that. It comes into effect later <laughs> on, dude. It's nice. fucking nice little detail. If you go back and check out that. Nice. scene dude so you go into so let's get to the scene when he's still being blindfolded uh-huh. but now he's like putting like silverware and, yeah like, containers and stuff yeah, yeah. like that what i want to bring up here dude is tanaka's wife actually yeah. <laughs> it's because like she only has maybe like a couple minutes of like <laughs> screen of, time a yeah. screen time mm-hmm. but like she doesn't really do much dude she like looks at him mm-hmm. and has this like subtle smirk on to yeah. be like 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 you're you're learning uh-huh. you're learning my boy kind yeah. of like that There's- way they're like sitting down for tea, right? And then mm-hmm. Tanaka like tries to backslap him, and he stops it. Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts to the wife's face, and she's like, "Hmm." Mm-hmm. And she just smiles. It's like yeah, okay. I know. I know it sounds like it's nothing, dude, but it really was, dude. That little smirk, just <laughs> that she does, dude. It goes little things like that go a long way in a movie, dude. Okay, it really is. I, I really, even though she was only there for like two minutes, mm-hmm. she played it very fucking perfectly. Okay. And then going into probably like the last part of the training was that when he gets stretched. 
Oh, Did you see yeah. that with the rope? Uh-huh. I thought that scene was fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I, I really don't know what the fuck the purpose of it was. Mm. Maybe to have a higher tolerance of pain, maybe? Yeah, dude. I don't know, but I thought it was so fucking cool how, like, okay, because Van Damme, dude, the way he fucking, like, yells, dude. Yeah. If I fucking hear him, <laughs> I, I know who it is. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do that again. No, that's good. <laughs> nah, dude, the scene is there to show us that he has to fight to survive, right? Ah, oh, good shit right there, brother. Yes. Let me get a swig right there for that, brother. Mm. I like the intensity of once he breaks the one of the ropes, mm-hmm. he just like stares at Tanaka like intensely. Yeah. Which uh, I guess later on at the end of the movie, we get that intense kind of loving scene again. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> but I got to say, dude, when, when he like breaks uh, the rope for uh-huh. that, uh-huh. That's an easy way to fuck yourself up because, like, <laughs> you're going to tear a fucking groin like that. I mean, I yeah. guess it doesn't apply to him since he knows how to do the splits and shit. Uh-huh. But the landing could not have been good, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then before Frank leaves to the Kumite to Hong Kong, he has, like, one final, like, talk with Tanaka in the present time. Uh-huh. But they make Tanaka look like he's dying and shit. I think he's supposed to be, isn't he? Yeah. But uh-huh. they don't tell you why, how, anything like that. It's like he's dying or he's resting. So now I'm going to win for you, basically. Yeah. Did you get that? Or Yeah, because he comes in and he says, how are you feeling? And he mm-hmm. just says really old or something. So he's he's struggling with something. And also later, a little bit later on, the wife says like, oh, he's very ill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we can guess that he's dying. Yeah, I guess it's not. Uh, it wouldn't be like too much of a qualm for that because, you know, Tanaka's not really that important in the plot uh-huh. going forward. So I guess it's fine. You know, just didn't say he's not feeling well. Yeah, I think honestly, what's more weird is just how unceremoniously they killed off the son. Yeah, I like, know. He's huh? like, oh, here's him training. And then he's just dead. Mm-hmm. No explanation. Dude, yeah. How did he die? And never I, went into the Kumite, man. I wanted to know, dude. I, I know, right? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I need to know. He was very young. Yeah. But they don't get into it. Yeah. I guess they didn't give a shit about Shingo, man. <laughs> All right. Fast forward to Hong Kong, brother. Hank, uh, Hank. What the, who the fuck is Hank? Frank <laughs> is now in Hong Kong, dude. He's uh, getting ready to go to the Kumite. He's on a bus ride. Yeah. And this is the introduction to Jackson, Ray Jackson. Mm-hmm. Off the bat, he's very rude. Yeah. He's He has a beer in his hand, bro. Yeah. I'll drink he, to that right here. Let me get a swig. He's like the stereotypical American. He's supposed to be like this big brooding guy with mm-hmm. a beer, loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Kind of dumb. Yes. Just hitting on some chick. Yeah. He probably doesn't speak uh, English. English. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then we also get to the introduction of Janice, who is a reporter mm-hmm. who is is uh, pretty much investigating the Kumite, uh-huh. just wanting answers. So she's going to... Which it's like, <laughs> is it kind of fucked up? Dude, that she just went to like uh, any random guys? Like, all right, you're in the Kumite, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's like in a bar. Yeah. Just like asking people, are you in the Kumite? What's mm-hmm. this Kumite? Yeah, because they need to be like on the download because it's an illegal underground yeah. tournament. Uh-huh. Yes. And this is in the very same place where they're at this bar. There's an arcade and they start up a friendship, which I thought it was pretty cool how they did because they're just playing video games uh-huh. or arcade games, right? Yeah. And... Frank whoops his ass in the game. It's like a fighting game on the arcade. Yeah. And he says, well, if you want some real fighting, you can meet me at the Kumite. <laughs> you know, just like that, dude. Yeah. And, and then he says, well, I'm going to be in the Kumite as well. Uh-huh. And then, like, dude, this is like like prime Van Damme, right? He doesn't look like terribly young. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's like, shouldn't you? He's like, aren't you a little too young for like full contact martial arts? And he's like, Aren't you a little too old to be playing video games? And I was like, hey, man, I still play with my Super Nintendo. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt my feelings a little bit right there, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, they strike up a friendship there. And then this is the introduction to Rawlings and Helmer, mm-hmm. which is uh, Forrest Whitaker and the older gentleman that they're there. They're at Tanaka's home. And <laughs> bro, the fucking back, dude. Forrest Whitaker's flat top here is bad, dude. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> you know what it reminded me of, dude? What? In South Park, dude, that one episode where Eric or Cartman's trying to find out who his dad is, uh-huh. and he thinks it's Chef, uh-huh. and he shows oh, up. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn. It reminded me of that, dude. It's like, All who right. is Cartman's dad? Is it Chef? Ned? Yeah. The 1988 Denver Broncos? You know, that fucking episode? Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. I mean, the flat top's pretty bad here. But anyways, they just questioned, like, Tanaka's, like, family, the wife, mainly. Say, I'm pretty sure Frank was here, wasn't he? And she's like, oh, I don't know. 
So basically, she doesn't tell them shit. So this is what makes them like go to Hong Kong uh -huh. because they, they already know he's in Hong Kong mm -hmm. because the military fucking told them. What I don't like though is how it's like what what part of Hong Kong do they already fucking know? Because mm. it, it just seems like he just fuck they just fucking show up there. Okay. All right, but, but that's a little qualm right there. But that's beside the point. All right, and this is an introduction to Lin, dude, Victor Lin, who's basically at the hotel, right? Uh huh. And he's basically the one that shows. Jackson and Frank around like Hong Kong and shit like that. And this part made me laugh, dude. It always does. This is when they enter like the the premise of the Kumite, right? Uh -huh. And there's this fucking like Asian guy there who says, "Oh yeah, they're here for the Kumite," and he's like, "Okay, you would say like, oh. <laughs> you remember that part, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, As yeah. a kid, that made me laugh hard, and even till now, it still does. Like, still does, dude. Yeah, even Jackson makes fun of him. He's like, "Okay, you would say." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, dude. That part just always made me laugh fucking hard. Yeah, inside the kumite, you see all the competitors in there. Yeah, they're kind of like, uh, like, like light sparring and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And this part was fucking dope, dude. They make Frank do the dim mock, which is oh, the yeah. death touch, right? Because uh -huh. they're the, they're saying, well, this this guy can't represent Tanaka. He doesn't look anything like him. He's like, he's a like Tanaka's my shidoshi. Like mm -hmm. master, yeah. He's like, if you're with Tanaka, then show us the Denmark. And the Denmark is where he fucking he has. They set up these like bricks, uh -huh. and he fucking breaks the bottom brick, even though he's hitting the top one. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking dope, dude. Yeah, you know this is actually a nice hint because I know you and I were talking earlier about how like we didn't catch a lot, mm -hmm. and like when I saw this scene, I was like, why the fuck are they giving this guy a hard time? Like, mm -hmm. okay, he said. He said he was trained under Tanaka. Now they're going to grill him. Like, they don't grill yeah. anybody else. Like, there's people that it looks like they're worse fighters. Yeah. So, I mean, but in bro, retrospect, right? And another thing, too, bro, is that, like, he was invited. What? All these guys are invited. They all have invitations. Like, not actual. You don't actually see the invitations. But uh -huh. in the dialogue, they say that they've been invited. So, it's uh -huh. like, why are you inviting him and then questioning him? Maybe they invited uh, Tanaka's uh, son. Shingo, Shingo had died way before. Yeah, but maybe they didn't know that. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. No, no, no. little qualms there. <laughs> you know. But the cool thing is, after the dim mock, you can see all the fighters are like really impressed. Uh -huh. It's not fucking easy to do that shit. Holy shit, you gotta have ma massive talent for that. Yeah. And what's fucking cool is that this is like the actual introduction of Chan Lee, the the villain in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he's impressed, but he says he says very good, but brick not hit back. That's mm -hmm. fucking dope, dude. <laughs> and he's right. He's 100% right, dude. Yeah. And I, what I liked about, like, how what New Arnold did as far as, like, directing here is that they made Chan Lee very imposing. If you notice, dude, you look, you go back to the film, as the camera always looks up to Chan Lee yeah. a lot uh -huh. to make him more imposing mm -hmm. and shit like that. Fucking nice fucking touch right there, man. Good shit right there. And then we're going fast forward, dude. This part made me laugh. I'll tell you why. We get to this, uh, back to like the hotel scene, right? Mm -hmm. And we have Janice, the reporter, who's with a man named Hossein. Yeah. Okay. This guy, he has, he's like wearing like a turban or one of those things, right? Uh-huh. But he's like, clearly he looks Japanese, dude. Like, uh, like, and then like his, his, like, uh, his corner, they're all like clearly Middle Eastern. Okay. But this guy looks like he's Japanese wearing a turban and his okay. name's Hussein. And what made me laugh fucking hard about this is I like to give a shout out to my golden brother of over 20 years. What's up, brother? Fucking shout out to the good brother, Xavier Catalan, brother. Roach. Hope you're, hope you're well, brother. The reason I'm giving you a shout out is because you, motherfucker, you look like Hossein. <laughs> I'm going to find a picture and I'm going to do a comparison side by side with you and Hossein, man. When I rewatched this movie, I said, this motherfucker looks like Roach. <laughs> I could not stop fucking laughing, dude. So, Roach, love you, brother. I hope you're not too crudo while you're working. You probably listen to the podcast. Much love, brother. Let me get a swig for you right here. Cheers. Mm -hmm. So, Hussein, right? He's trying to get Janice to go to like his hotel room. Uh -huh. Right? So this is where Frank comes in and says, you got to leave her alone. And he says like, pretty much it's like, don't fuck up the Kumite right now. Yeah. Outside of like the premise and shit like that. Uh -huh. So he comes up with the bet saying, if I could take this coin from you before you close it, she's mine. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> and then one thing I got to point out, like a characteristic of Hussein is that he has a golden tooth. Yeah. Right? Oh, shit. I got a burp right there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yes, the, the bet happens, and fucking Frank takes the quarter or whatever the the coin before uh, Hossein closes his hand. Fucking dope. Because one thing I forgot to mention is that like part of the training, like you see him like uh, with Tanaka's that he it was like catching fish mm. with his bare hands and stuff. Yeah. So that training comes into effect right here. Good stuff right there. But but the way like Hussein fucking closes his hand and he goes ha. Yeah, <laughs> and then Frank gets the fucking coin and he says, "Yo, you better better open your fucking hand." And it's not there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like a different coin. He it's like not only did he take the coin, but he put a different one. It's so good, man. So he's a magician as well. <laughs> yes, man. I I thought it was a, a very good scene. Yeah. right there, man. And then because of this, right, uh, Janice overhears like the Kumite part, mm-hmm. right? So then. Uh, Frank says, I will tell you about this Kumite, even though he should be like hush about it. Yeah. On the condition that he that he takes her out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's there on assignment, man, but fuck, man. She she basically she was just there to get fucking bent over a fucking balcony, dog. Yeah, I mean pretty you much because I mean? yeah, that's what she says. He like lures her to go have dinner with her, and then they have dinner, right? And then yeah. and then they do the business, right? And yeah. then the next morning, he's like, sorry, I can't help you with the kumite. It's like, damn, dude. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Fucking Van Damme, dog. <laughs> All right, brother. So let's let's fast forward now to day one of the actual kumite. Yeah. The music, fucking dope. Uh, th- there's a lot of, like, fight scenes here. So obviously, we're not going to get into every single one because a uh-huh. lot of them are not that fucking important. A lot of them are a lot of the fighters that aren't even, not even brought up and shit. Mm-hmm. So let's get to some of the noteworthy fights. The first one I want to bring up is Jackson, bro. Jackson's fight against some fucking nobody, right? And off the back, dude, yeah, Jackson has, like, no fucking technique, dude. He has brute force, basically. And the other guy is this, like, a lot smaller guy who actually uses technique to kind of, like, hit him a little bit. Yeah. But fucking he hits Jackson right in the fucking nose and he bleeds and he fucking uses a standing hammer fist to fuck him up, dude. It's so fucking sick. Zero fucking technique. He's f- a bear, basically, dude. I feel like uh, you, I, and shout out to our good buddy Ned, dude. We had a conversation about this like not too long ago about how shout out fucking eleven thousand four hundred and thirty-five <laughs> approximately to the good brother Ned. Now we uh, we had a conversation about how size definitely plays a bigger <laughs> role, but I think I was the only one saying that you know size can overpower. I think you and Ned were both saying no, technique is better, but we have ironclad proof here in blood sport <laughs> that size is king. Uh, well, Chan Lee's got something to say about that, man. <laughs> All right, we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> so, yeah. So, after Jackson fucks up the guy, he, like, kind of threatens Chan Lee. Mm-hmm. Right? And I like Chan Lee's expression. He, like, looks back and to the side and side and shit. And he's like, me? What the fuck? Yeah. But, but he just, he talks a lot with his eyes, though, huh? Uh-huh. But it's, like, again, like, real subtle. Just like, okay, fucker. Like, I, yeah. got, I got pointers on you. Yeah, I thought that was funny. It's like, poor Chan Lee over here. He's just mind his business. And then <laughs> yeah. he just, uh, Jackson just talks shit. He's like, you motherfucker. Fuck you. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it reminds me of that scene in uh, Waiting at the very end where uh, with Dane Cook, when the guy's like, especially you, you're the biggest piece of shit out of everybody. <laughs> and the guy's like, me? The fuck did I do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded yeah. me of, dude. You know what I thought you were going to say? What? I thought you were going to say, because you're like, I want you, mm-hmm. right? You sounded like Bat Dad in South Park. Bat Dad? Yeah, I want you, Marsh. <laughs> I want you. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> fuck, go back and watch it, bro. That shit is okay. funny as fuck. All right. All right. So then we get into the next fight scene, which is Chong Lee, which I got a fucking flaw right here, brother. Is that he fucks up the guy apparently in 14.8 seconds. But how I like to question everything, I busted out a timer for this, brother. This scene took 28 fucking seconds. Damn, dude. From the time the referee said to begin (laughs) to when he knocked his ass out. There's a 14.8 seconds here, dog. (laughs) 28.8 seconds. I timed this shit, brother. Uh, maybe it's like movie magic, right? You know they say like <laughs> the camera adds an extra five to ten pounds. Maybe yeah. the camera adds an extra fourteen seconds. Right? Okay, here's another <laughs> fucking flaw right here, brother. So this is a fucking record, right? That it mm-hmm. said Chung Lee brought broke a record. Uh huh. All right. So if you look closely, dude, they have like the result boards in the back. Uh huh. So these are not electronic boards. These looks like they were like painted on and shit. Uh huh. So there's no fucking way you can tell me that Chung Lee broke the record. And then this fucking painted on result happened immediately after. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, I definitely, I think I suspend my disbelief a little too much. 
I think that's what I'm gathering out of all this. That's what I'm here for, brother. <laughs> I'm here to critique motherfuckers. To bring you back to reality? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, dude. And you're here to defend it in any way possible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So go, I'm sure, I hope I'm not fucking ruining Bloodsport for you, brother. <laughs> no, dude. But, I, like, I like your reality, dude. You're, yeah, the guy, you're the guy who's like, why are all these guys have so much energy? They should be working eight hours a week at a backbreaking job. Like, God damn, dude. I'm just trying to escape reality, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that, brother. Mm. Next fight scene is Frank and Hossein, a.k.a. Roach. All right? So then right here, Frank fucks up Roach. Yeah, I'm going to call him Roach. Mm-hmm. And he breaks the record. All right? 12.2 seconds now. I did not time it for fucking intense purposes here. Okay. okay. No no reason. I already brought out one flaw. Why the fuck mm-hmm. is what I bother doing now? Yeah. And his gold tooth fucking comes out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the he's like basically like the mop man. Uh-huh. He's right there and he sees the fucking golden tooth on the mat. Yeah. And he fucking what a fucking nasty motherfucker. He like bites it. Yeah. You know, I I fucking I think I paused it and went to the bathroom or something and then I came back. And I, I must have missed that part because I saw him grab the tooth off the ground and bite it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember rewinding it, but I guess I didn't rewind it enough. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why the fuck is he biting a tooth? But yeah, that makes sense. It's the gold tooth. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then next scene after this, this is where fucking I get pumped, dude, because right after that, they show like a grip of all of the other fights in day one mm-hmm. while Fight fight to Survive by Stan Bush is playing, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking badass, dude. Yes. Yeah. And then one one person I want to bring up too. He's not an important character. He's just a competitor in the Kumite. Mm-hmm. On the on the result board, his name is Paco, right? Mm, yeah, he yeah. has this fucking awesome fucking white tie style, right? And the only reason I want to bring that up, dude, is because later on him and Frank fight, mm-hmm. and that's personally besides like the main fight, that's my favorite fight mm. of Bloodsport besides the one with Frank and Chan Lee, obviously that happens. Okay. In the end, yeah, it was fucking awesome. And then you fucking see Jackson just fucking throw a guy <laughs> out yeah. of the ring. Dude, that shit had me laughing so hard because, again, no fucking technique. What? Just brute force with his motherfucker. Well, there's all kinds of fighters in this tournament, right? Mm-hmm. There's, oh, yeah, different backgrounds. You have like shapes the, and sizes, yeah. the sumo guy. And, yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. He looked like Honda a little bit. Yeah, or, yeah. He resembled Honda from Street Fighter yep. a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. So that ends day one of the Kumite. So this is where, like, Frank goes back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And Rawlings and Helmer are there. And by this point, dude, Frank and uh, and Jackson are already like homies, basically. So yeah. he notices that Frank's in trouble. So if you go back and go back to this scene, dude, the yell that fucking Jackson does when he fucking tries to tackle them on the couch <laughs> is so fucking funny, dude. I rewinded it like three times. Nice. Yeah. And he, because like Rawlings and Helmer, they have the fucking stun guns, right? Yeah. They're like really 80s giant looking stun yeah. guns. Yeah. Yeah, just like that, dude. And then Frank just goes like on this like chase scene with them and shit. Mm. He toys with them. It, yeah, was, it wasn't even a fucking. Yeah, it's very lighthearted. I thought it was like almost a little too lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It felt like yes. a cartoon, like Scooby Doo chase scene <laughs> where they're <laughs> yeah. like going through the doors and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so now let's fast forward to day two. Again, a grip of fights that happen. And I will bring up the noteworthy ones, man. And uh, day two starts off with Chang Lee. He fucking breaks a guy's like shin, dude. It's oh, fucking yeah. brutal, the leg. Uh-huh. One thing I do want to bring up is like it's so cool how like if if you go back, uh uh Chang Lee does like this like low kick, mm. and then you can see the guy limping kind of like right away. So that was like a little bit of like foreshadowing and shit. Mm. So then he fucking breaks his leg, dude. It's fuck dude. As a kid, I remember watching that and being like, oh shit, I would even like fucking wince, dude, and like try not to look at the screen when they showed like the bone sticking out. <laughs> yeah. Fucking brutal shit. But if you notice, dude. Because Chang Lee and the the entire movie thus far, he's really like kind of calm, right? Yeah. But then when he does this, dude, he's really animated uh-huh. with the violence he just fucking displayed. Mm. So keep that in mind, okay? The next fucking one is Frank fucking destroying this one dude who's like fucking mocking him. Like he's like, <laughs> he, he's kind of like whispering him, like yeah. not even whispering. He's just like pointing at him yeah. that he's going to fucking break him, dude. Yeah, he does like, as, the, the neck cut thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then as soon as it fucking starts, fucking Frank kicks him, dog. He yeah. fucking goes down and then kicks him again. Yeah, kicks him out. Knocks yeah. his ass out. Yet that fucking scene took seven seconds. <laughs> Yet that one did not count as a record. Damn, you're over here with your stopwatch and shit? Dude. I was, brother. I was. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I think it's important at this point in the movie. They're just trying to fight to survive, man. <laughs> I'm here to question shit, brother. I don't give a fuck. All right. Next next fight was uh, I'm going to bring up is Frank and the guy that we mentioned that kind of resembled Honda from Street Fighter. Yeah. The reason I bring this shit up, bro, is this is fucking vintage Van Damme right here with the fucking splits mm-hmm. and hits him right in the balls, dude. Mm-hmm fucking vintage shit so let me back up a little bit okay so i remember as a kid watching this so i would if i went in a fucking time machine i would go back and slap my younger self for saying this shit because Mm. by this time dude i had already been playing mortal kombat on the fucking super nintendo yeah right so i remember when i first saw this i was like oh cool he did what johnny cage did no 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 motherfucker johnny cage does what van damme does yeah yeah that's fucking crazy yeah fucking sick dude did you play mortal kombat oh fuck dude we've played it together what the fuck am i oh uh, yeah 1-800 danny's a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> you want to give him a shout out dude <laughs> yeah dude shout out to our good friend josh josh lassie josh cheers lassie. brother if i see you again dude a fucking jumping scissor kick for you my friend he's out in texas he's doing well from last i heard that's great to hear much love brother cheers cheers mm-hmm. and then the next the next fight i'm gonna bring up bro is is chong lee and jackson which and this one, dude, ja- this part pissed me off. I remember as a kid, because Jackson does actually like well, man. He stuns Chong Lee. Mm-hmm. He like fucking hits him, and he starts showboating, dude. Mm-hmm. And like even even Frank is saying like, "What are you doing, dude? Keep going, mm-hmm. right?" And he even he like starts yelling his own fucking last name. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> right? Yeah. But he showboats way too fucking much. Chong yeah. Lee comes back, fucks him up. And to add insult to injury, he stomps on his fucking head. Yeah. And takes his headband that he had been wearing. Yep. And I just like for whole dramatics and shit like that, that uh, Frank is there and Victor Lind is there to like hold him back. Mm. And did that part make you laugh too when he, when John Claude was like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, now, yeah, but no, that was a very serious moment for me, dude. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So again, dude, Chang Lee is really calm. Mm-hmm. But again, right here, he shows an animated expression because yeah. of the violence he displayed again. Yeah. So then next scene, they're in the hospital and he does not die. They even I I like how they even said like, oh, it's a good thing you have a hard head. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be dead, basically, is what they say and shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, you'll be fine in a week. Mm-hmm. He's like in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Janice like follows Frank to the hospital. Yeah. To where she gets like mad at him, like saying like. Like, you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. It's like, bitch, mind your own fucking business. You're here on assignment, dude. Yeah, everybody's only known each other for like two days at this point, right? Yeah. And like, she, like, yesterday she was dying to get into the Kumite. Now yeah. today she's like, I'm so disgusted. I don't want yeah. you ever going back there. It's After like, they had smashed. Yeah. So, I mean, on. We're, we're on an accelerated timetable here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're fighting to survive. Dude, <laughs> the fucking song, bro. That's great shit right there. And then next scene, bro. So, at this point now, Frank mentally is not all up there, man. He's a little fucking worried. Yeah. You know, but this scene is fucking sick, dude. There's a bus scene where, and then I, fuck, forgive me for the name. I don't know the name of the song, dude, but Paul Herzog made it. And there's a scene where he's at a bus and he's like looking into like the, the window and he, oh, and, and he yeah. can see Chang Lee's reflection. Yeah. And so he looks over and uh, it's some old, like some random old guy. Yeah. So in the he's like Frank is like in a wrong state of mind, dude. He's worried. And while uh-huh. this is going on, they're having flashbacks of Chong Lee fucking stomping on Jackson's head. Yeah. Fucking great shit there, brother. Yeah, With the music I, and everything. Mwah, fucking Yeah, I, I don't know the song. I'm not I'm not an eighties song guy, but mm-hmm. I remember there was like one part where like he's where he's like sitting in the sunset, he's all sweaty. Yeah. Remember? And it's like yeah. I'm on my own again or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? Do that again, dude. That's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Day three of the Kumite, brother. Yeah. It's a day three, the final day of the Kumite. Yeah. Culmination, finally. Yes. So I did mention uh the dude named Paco, who's got this fucking badass like Muay Thai style. Mm-hmm. He ends up fighting Frank, dude. This is my favorite fight scene, dude, besides the main event. Is I just I like I like how they're like checking each other's kicks. And Frank keeps telling Paco, like, fucking kick me, dude. And he kicks him, but it doesn't phase him. Mm-hmm. And he kicks back and he's like, fucking kick me again. Nothing. He's not like Frank is not phased, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking sick. I like the whole back and forth part of it. Frank fucks him up, dude. It's so sick. Yeah. And then this is where Chang Lee fucking kills his next opponent. Mm-hmm. And I just like how how 
He fucks up this guy, fucking kills him, and the ref fucking checks his pulse. The ref does not say a goddamn thing. He just looks at Chang Li all crazy. And it's like, fuck, dude, like you killed him, dude. Yeah. One thing I did forget to mention is that Chang Li has killed someone in the past. Yes. Yeah. So that's one thing I forgot to mention. Um, I also like this, uh, the part here, how uh, they all kind of like rise and kind of turn their backs mm. on them, dude. But it was like a way of like paying their respect for like the fallen right right here, right? Because the kumite is an illegal thing, but for all intents and purposes, they didn't intend for anyone to fucking die. Yeah. It's more of like an honor thing, right? Yeah. No nobody's here to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, dude, Chang Li has another fucking crazy expression here. Mm. Again, so the only time he's animated is when he shows like insane fucking a display of violence. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like the only time. And then he fucking looks right at Frank, dude, and he says, you are next. Fucking bad, dude. I remember that even <laughs> as a kid, dude. And I don't give a fuck if like the English is dubbed over and everything. I, th I still think it sounded dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now let's fast forward to the main event, dude. This is fucking sick dude and then call back to the training of tanaka when mm -hmm. they fucking the platform is all like inclined yeah folded in yeah, they I do the noticed. same shit right here mm -hmm. so this is kind of a way of tanaka preparing frank for the kumite's final so they fight with the platform folded in fucking badass detail right there man very yeah. much like it so chong lee dude he had been wearing pants while he was fighting this whole time for this final fight He's wearing shorts. Yeah. And to add fucking insult, he has Jackson's headband wrapped around his leg. Mm. Yeah. Fucking nice symbolism right there, man. And this whole fucking fight scene was so sick, dude. It's epic. It's back and forth. There's so many good shots in this fucking... I like the beginning how, like, Frank stuns Chang Li right away. Mm. And, and Chang Li throws the ref in front of him. Yeah. And then Frank... Jumps on the fucking ref off of him and kicks Chan Lee. I gotta find a picture, bro. It's fucking so sick, dude. It's like one of my favorite shots right there. Yeah. So this isn't obviously this is the fucking finals, you know. Mm -hmm. So Chan Lee's got his fucking hands his hands full here. Mm -hmm. So in desperation, he throws powder in fucking Frank's yeah, eyes, dude. Yeah, he, uh, he reaches into his crotch and pulls out his handful mm -hmm. of tough actin actin. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit right there, brother. Yeah, throws it in his eyes. Yeah, dude. And then, okay, man, the fucking <laughs> facial expressions here with the fucking, the whole fucking just Frank like, ah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to have to stop right here, dude, for a brief story time with Tiki, brother. Let's do this shit, yeah? Okay, USA. All right, give a shout out to my good brother, AZ Alonzo Zayas, brother. Much love to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It was nice catching up with you briefly uh, not too long ago. But I'm going to bring this up right now. There's one time, Alonzo uh, and I, and a grip of us, we were like, we were kicking it one time, right? And someone had like spilt like salt all over the table. And I forget who it was, but somebody like blew the salt. And it went right into his eyes and he fucking did the, he did the whole fuck the same <laughs> shit that Frank does when yeah. Chang Lee throws the powder. Yeah. Alonzo did the same fucking thing, dude. <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude, of laughing, dude. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, I feel like that's just an iconic scene that everybody could couldn't remember that. Yeah. Like even even through mimicking. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Dude. Yeah. So cheers, Alonzo. Much love to you, brother. Cheers. Love you, Toto. Much love to you and the family. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. I just I had to get that in there, bro. I had to get that story in there. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, so now Frank is blinded, dude. So let's back up now. This goes into effect of the blind training, mm -hmm. the blindfold training that he was doing earlier with Tanaka. Yeah. This is how it comes into effect, but it's so fucking sick because they have the whole flashbacks and Frank is like composing himself, right? He even closes his eyes, but he's ready for this, bro. This is what all the training was for. Mm -hmm. Blindfold, like blurred vision and all. Chung Lee goes for a strike. Frank catches him and it's the beginning of the end for Chung Lee, dude. Yep. Frank fucks him up. It's fucking dope. Beautiful fucking kicks, bro. Like the most picture perfect fucking kicks you'll ever fucking see. Mm. He fucks up Chang Lee, has him on the ground, and he yells at him. He says, Say it, man. Say it. And he says, Mate, which mm. I don't know what the fuck that means. I thought it was just like a give up, like an uncle. It, it is. That's what they say. Cause they say that was like the worst. There's only three ways to lose, right? You mm -hmm. either get knocked out, uh, you get knocked out of the ring, which is mm -hmm. the second. And the third way was you say, Mate. Which uh, the guy says that pretty much means like you're saying uncle. So yeah. that was like the worst way to tap out. Yeah. Fuck. It's so sick right there, man. Mm -hmm. And then to make it even better, fucking Frank, uh, Frank grabs Jackson's headband. Mm -hmm. 
He fucking takes. He has it from Chung Lee. Frank's the winner. He wins the Kumite. And I'd like to give shout out fucking 11,487 to Good Brother Ned Naba because. <laughs> he found if, the Kumite? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. So, so some of you who may not notice, every time the Good Brother and I, Ned, we say what's up to each other, we always do a bow, right? And then we uh, we do a shake hand and we hug type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of whoever's seen us, they'd seen us do that before. Mm-hmm. So the reason that happened is that one time uh, Ned came in with a fresh haircut and his hair kind of looked like Samurai Jack's fucking okay. hair. Right. Yeah. And then I, I just started like bowing to him, like all Japanese and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did that was because of blood sport. <laughs> when Frank wins, he looks at like the winner and he fucking bows. Uh-huh. That's where I got it from. I don't even know if I told Ned that story, dude. But mm-hmm. that's where I got it from. So now you did. So now you do, brother. So yeah, he wins. Right th- and here, here's another thing right here, bro. That this went under the radar for me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't put two and two together right here. Maybe this did for you. Is that Frank wins the kumite, so he gets awarded the katana. Yeah. Right, dude. This went over my head for all these years and years. Yeah. So when they go back and you see that. Frank and his friends tried to steal the katana from from uh, Tanaka, right? Mm-hmm. Tanaka had the katana. Yeah. So I it just never fucking occurred to me that Tanaka was a Kumite winner. Yeah, you know, I didn't notice either until today when I watched it because yeah, when I when they first were breaking in and stealing the katana, Tanaka says, "You can't steal katana; you must earn it." Yeah. And I was like. Okay, well, they never even trained with a fucking katana. They don't mm-hmm. even sword fight at all. So, <laughs> how, like, how do you, how does it even make sense? But now we know that yeah. all the little details are adding up. Yeah. Tanaka was a Kumite champion. Yeah. For all the flaws I've been bringing up, bro, this mm-hmm. fucking detail is so good, though. Yeah. Because they do have fucking nice details sprinkled in, dude. The whole incline platform, yeah. the katana, like the blindfolded training, everything all comes into a perfect circle. Yeah, and why they grilled them, remember? Because when he said mm-hmm. he was representing Tanaka, and mm-hmm. they were like, well, show us, you know, show yeah. this this move. And it's like, oh, that makes sense now because mm-hmm. he, he was a champion. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking good. And then I also want to bring this shit up too, bro. Mm-hmm. When Frank, let's keep this in mind too, right? So mm-hmm. Helmer and Rawlings, right? Yeah. They're they're tasked to bring Frank back to the States, right? Yeah. So they for for everything that they went on the whole chase scene and everything, and they just can't do him, they can't grab him, you know? Mm-hmm. If you look back, dude, they're in the they're in the crowd for the Kumite. Uh-huh. And they should not be backing up Frank one bit. But fuck, go back and watch Helmer, dude. He goes ape shit for when Frank wins, dude. Well, it was really... it, it was almost like he was fucking betting with him, dude. He was he's, look at him, dude. He goes fucking ape shit. He's so happy that Frank wins, dude. Well, they, I feel like they were both there because it does cut to them sitting there because they come yeah. in they come in with Janice, yeah, and they sit down to watch the final fight because they've given up on trying to capture him, I guess. Uh huh. And then they're they're cheering him on like throughout. Yeah, and... no, that's that's the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like why if like be, like Frank fucking like had them fall into water. They were in on this chase scene. They got tackled by Jackson because of it. I think it's it's they finally realized that Frank is just fighting to survive. Fight to survive. But not Forrest <laughs> Whitaker. The- <laughs> yes, bro. But go back and watch Helmer, dude. He like loses his shit, dude. Yeah. He's so happy when Frank wins, dude. Yeah. It's good shit right there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then because he wins. Now, he has to go back to the States, but before that, he goes and meets with Jackson at the hospital. Yeah. And <laughs> this part made me fucking laugh, bro. Okay? Because, okay, yeah, I get that they're friends and shit. Uh-huh. He gives him his, his headband back, and he says, hey, man, next time you fight, dude, keep your clothes on. Right? Uh-huh. And then he gives him his headband, they fucking handshake, yeah. and he says, I love you. Yeah. It's like, fucker, you've only met him for three days, <laughs> and half of those days he was in the hospital. <laughs> And dude. you love this motherfucker already, dude? Dude, they're bound by the Kumite, man. And that fighting spirit, dude. <laughs> fighting to survive. But, but it was fucking... Did that come off to you? Like, what the fuck, dog? Yeah. Uh, that whole scene, I totally was... I In my head, I was playing back in Top Gun. <laughs> at the very end. <laughs> yeah. When they're like, you could be my wingman anytime. <laughs> Kilmer and Tom Cruise. Good callback right there, brother. <laughs> So, yes, he gives Frank his uh, headband back. Yeah, yeah. Frank has to stay in the hospital still. 
Mm-hmm. So they go back to the uh, airport where Helmer and Rollins are waiting for Frank. And Frank is already on the fucking plane. And he says, hey, man, I'm fucking waiting for him. So there he gets, he wins a Kumite. He goes back to the States, but off on the distance, he sees Janice. He says, hey, we smashed a good time. Fuck it. I'm saying bye to you. I know, and right? They, they bow to each what other. What the fuck? Right. And that ends Bloodsport. I don't give a fuck. I know I brought up a bunch of like flaws, flaws in this yeah. movie, but this movie is fucking sick, bro. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this movie, man. <laughs> I fucking love it. I could not wait to get started on this episode, bro. Yeah, yeah. I this, do love this movie a lot. This is a good one, man. Well, like, I had... when I think of martial arts movies, this is the one that comes to mind, right? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. So let's get into the segment now of uh other work from these uh mm-hmm. from these actors, right? Let's do it. So we to avoid a Forrest Whitaker one, because if you guys checked out the arrival episode, we already gave up a few. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a possible one we might do in the future. So let's like not do anything. Yeah, yeah. But so we're only going to do Van Damme movies because fuck, there are so many of his movies, bro, mm-hmm. that we're gonna get into. All right, <laughs> yeah. that we we at least think you guys should go out of your way to check out. Yeah. You want to go first, brother? Because I got a few. Yeah, dude. I know I've seen damn near every Van Damme movie, but I can't remember most of them. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I know my dad was a big Van Damme fan because those are like his number one rented movies. Mm-hmm. The ones I'm thinking off the top of my head, or I always like Sudden Death. <laughs> I know you hadn't seen that one. I know you're you're, you're starting to watch it. Or... I started watching mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. That Power one's always smooth, that one's always been a favorite. And then my all time John Claude favorite movie is fucking Time Cop. There we go, brother. So shout out <laughs> once again to the good brother Jaime Marcos because this is the other movie <laughs> that he said, hey, "Can you guys do Bloodsport and Time Cop?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh yeah. god, that, that go movie... out of your way and check out Time Cop. <laughs> that movie's so terrible, but it's great, dude. Yeah. I I once tricked one of my good friends into watching it, and I think he was pleasantly surprised at how terrible <laughs> it was. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, so in the beginning of this podcast, I said I brought up Kickboxer. Right, uh-huh. Kickboxer is a badass movie. Although I did like kind of shit on it, on mm-hmm. it. But the reason I really like Kickboxer is because of that one scene, dude, where uh, his mat or his his trainer. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets uh, Van Damme all fucking drunk, mm-hmm. and he's at a bar, like uh, dancing with these like two Asian women. Oh, is that the one where he's like, where he he does like the super cool dance? Yeah, he okay. even does the splits too, dude. Like okay. it, and he makes these guys like jump him while he's drunk. That scene is fucking sick, bro. If I know, like, if you watch Kickbox, you're gonna be like, man, this movie's cheesy, <laughs> man. I don't give a. F- that scene is fucking sick, dude. Oh man, all right. So check out Kickboxer. Another uh, movie I would recommend is fucking Lionheart, mm, man. Yeah. Lionheart. I watched it the other day. It's still fucking sick. Yes, cheesy. I don't give a fuck. Lionheart is fucking awesome. Please check out Lionheart. I remember liking that movie. That's the one where he's fighting under the bridge, right? At yeah. some point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's fighting that one fucking dude with the Andre the Giant fucking yeah. chops. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So two more movies I got to bring up, brother. Okay. Next one is Hard target. Mm. Fucking Chance Boudreaux. What a fucking sweet mullet he has in this movie, bro. For the mullet alone, go watch that fucking movie. Oh, God. Right? And the last movie I'm going to bring up, brother, is fucking Street Fighter, dude. Oh, yeah. Of I course. fucking love Street I don't give a fuck. It is flawed. I don't care. He plays the All-American, All-American guy, but guy. he has a fucking crazy accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Raul Julia? Come on. Yeah, yeah. And then Kylie McNogue. Fuck. Her ass Cammy. Mother. <laughs> Fuck, she's so hot in it, dude. Mm. So those are some movies y'all should fucking check out, man. If you like Van Damme, you will like those movies. What do you say, brother? Yes. Say we give it to you all of our ranking, brother. What do you say? Yeah, let's do this, man. All right, but if you don't mind, dude, let me go first. Yeah, Go first. All right, brother. So I will rank this movie very high, as even though I have fucking a bunch of flaws in it. But, dude, I mean, like, yeah, dude, is it cliche? Yeah, of course it is, dude. Is it, like, very formulaic? You know he's going to win at the end, you know, and shit like that. Super cheesy with, like, the the acting, especially with Frank Dukes as a teenager and shit. Mm-hmm. But as far as martial arts movies, this fucking movie is just, for me, top-notch shit, dude. If you're expecting, like, a fucking film where it's, like... Like, it's not going to be, like, fucking... In- where you can do, like, in-depth analysis and shit like that. Yeah. Okay? So you got to take it for what it is. It's a martial arts film, right? But with the great fight scenes, the fucking music that just pumps me the fuck up, 
nostalgic dude. Fucking Elite Range, nine stars out of ten for me, brother. Damn. I fucking love this movie, dude, despite all the fucking flaws I pointed out with it. Mm. Cheers to fucking uh, Newt, man. It's mm. fucking great, man. I fucking love this movie. If this movie, if I see it on the TV, I will stop and watch this fucking movie. Dude. Yeah, that's I true. love this movie. This is Van Damme at his best, in my uh, opinion. Yeah. Okay. Uh... I've seen this movie quite a few times, but it's one I haven't seen in a while. It's very 80s, you know, typical 80s action movie, but with the, uh, you know, the fighting and stuff, the martial arts. It's pretty cool. I was originally going to be pretty harsh with this one, but you're right, man. This is this is one of those movies that it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to look for everything that's dumb about it or yeah. that doesn't. Although I did. Well, yeah, I mean, with your stopwatch, but even then, <laughs> it's one of those ones where you can just kind of have a good time, just sit back and enjoy it, you know, yeah. go along for the ride. So the acting was all right. The soundtrack, I didn't love quite as much as you. I'm more of a fan of the, the Danger Zone. <laughs> that, that's my 80s tune of the of the era, I guess. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go ahead and give this one an eight, dude. Uh, nice, I, I bumped dude. that up a bit because you're right, dude. This is just a good time, man. And you can't knock these movies they can't be made today. I feel like the, the soul isn't there in Hollywood to make these yeah. kind of cheesy movies to make them work well. But uh, these are just gems, dude. Yeah, dude. So you know how I said like a lot, like a lot of Van Damme movies are very mm-hmm. formulaic and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is like with this one, at least like you know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. At least like it's it's actually like a good story. Unlike not saying any names, you know, like fucking Steven Seagal. <laughs> his fucking movies are just, they're pretty much formulaic too. You know he's going to win at the end. It's yeah. going to be a good ending and shit. Uh, but they're just shit, dude. Yeah. You know? As yeah. opposed to this one where it's actually like a, a story with like, which an actual fucking passion to it. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel you. Fucking name, man. But yeah, brother, that was Bloodsport, man. And we're going to end it right there, man. What do you say, brother? Let's, Let's end it right it. there. One more swig for the good man. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to end it right there, man. Thank y'all so much for taking the time out of your busy day to check out this podcast, man. Please join us next week. We're going to have a fucking field day uh, with this next movie we're going to do. Yeah. We're, we, we, got some, we got some qualms with the next <laughs> one, so please, please fucking join us, man. It is a movie that is so fucking bad, you actually need to go out of your way and watch it. Mm-hmm. So one of those. And so. you want to bring a beer for this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even four and shit, dude, you know? So much love to all of you. Please join us next week, man. You won't fucking regret it, all right? Much love to all of you, all right? Cheers. Bottoms up, everyone. See you later. Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review the Citizen Kane of bad films. And that movie is... The Room. A dog shit of a film directed by Tommy Wiseau. But please make sure Lisa isn't tearing you apart. Try to stomach the movie and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up.